0: Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul DeYong, and you're now listening to Words of Life, a daily devotional from our Life team.
1: Well, welcome to the Words of Life podcast. This is Caroline and Ben.
0: Hey, so good to be joining with you today. Uh, Tell you what, we are in a change of season. How are you feeling about it?
1: We so are. Okay, I am a summer girl. I love the beach, the sunshine. And when it starts turning into winter, I'm like, oh, I've got to put my winter clothes on. And know you got to go through it. I just love the summer.
0: Yeah, yeah. But for all you winter people out there, like, I am happy for you. Totally. I am a sharing person. I'm happy that you will enjoy this season. Yep. And I'll just hang on in there until we get to December. 100%. Which are, yeah. It, it, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. I'll just keep telling myself that. We'll be fine. Yes. Uh, but anyway, onto a brighter note, we are in our Refresh series, uh, and this has been specifically focused on the idea of being planted, if you're yep. from New Zealand, uh, if you are from Australia, welcome, g'day, planted in, in, in the Australian language, Love in my it. in my <laughs> national language. Uh, so it's about being planted, planted, but and also being partnered, and really... We're talking about the importance of relationships and community. Um, So today we're going to talk about the role of church in that. And uh, there's there's definitely a phrase I've heard from people in the past, which is, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. Have you heard that before?
1: Uh, I've certainly heard that. And I've I've heard a number of those phrases like, well, my kids have got sport on Sunday, so... I actually can't come to church or, you know, it's my only day to sleep in. Sunday's my only day or my life is so busy. I mean, the list goes
0: on. And life is busy. The rate that we live at nowadays, it's uh, it's, it's almost like busy doesn't mean anything anymore because mm. it's it's a constant. Um, and But, you know, I think there's that level of, hey, look, it, it, it's tough to fit church in. And we'll talk more about that. Yeah. I think there's also, I've I've had people say to me things like, well, I don't need church. I have all the community I need with my friends. Or maybe Sunday is our family day, Mm. and family is really important, so we prioritize that. Maybe it's uh, something like, well, I best connect to God through nature or through being at home. None of these things are bad. So I, I guess it just shows that the view we have of church and its role in our lives and I think we're, where maybe some of the shift in our mindset can be uh, is in regards to how we see church. Yes. Because we are all influenced by the culture we live in in regards yep. to the world around us that uh, doesn't follow Christ. And that can creep into our perspective. And particularly there's individualism, which uh, maybe not for you, but for a lot of Western culture, a lot of uh, New Zealand, Australian, American, etc. culture, is all really about well, what do I want. Yes. And it's all about... I will sort everything for myself, and I don't need necessarily other people. And then there's also the consumerism, which means, you know, that I will get what I want, consume it, and I'll find happiness and significance in that. And these two things together means that we can go, well, life finds its significance and its happiness in pursuing what I want by what by my means. And when we view church from this way, it's basically just a show to attend,
1: And we see the opposite of this in Acts 2, um, verse 42. And it says this, it says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of the bread and to prayer. Everybody was filled with the awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had the need And every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes, they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favour of all of the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved.
0: That's such a beautiful picture. Um, We see the church community, What they're learning together, Eating together, Amen. After a fasting period recently, Amen to eating together, um, praying together, seeing miracles and healing together, yeah. sharing what they had, uh, meeting together, praising God together. And I think you know this is not the convenience of individualism and consumerism. Right. This, this costs a bit of something. This is uh, this is inconvenient. It requires some flexibility. It requires some give. But it's so much richer. Uh, And, you know, I think we're starting to realize in society that we can't buy our happiness and we can't buy significance, but we find it together, united in the cause of Christ. And you know what? God wants us to live wisely and well. I think the key thing here is it's not about attending church. It's about being the church.
1: Yes,
0: 100%. And I think there's a verse in Ephesians, and it's, it's one I think that we potentially misread all the time. And it says this in Ephesians 4, 11 to 13. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to do the works of service. No, it doesn't say that. It says Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service. In other words, church is not a small handful of people who do all the work and the rest come and attend on a Sunday. But actually, those key roles in a church are there to equip everybody to be the church. And it says this, So that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Like those words, whole, full, unity, maturity, these are great things. And we find it... Being the church together. I mean, I love at the moment, we've got banners up in all our church foyers that say, believe, belong, build. Right. And this year, it's what our senior pastors have centered our church around. It's the idea that we come together by a common belief. We had an all in prayer meeting a few nights ago and. Just to see, I was looking around at the people in our church gathered together. So good. Like we had teenagers there and people who are in their retired year, all ethnicities, all backgrounds, all occupations. But that belief in what we have in God Mm. unites us together. And then from that we find belonging, we find people to come alongside, and then from that we build the church. And to me that's such a beautiful image of what the church can be. So much more than a show to attend.
1: Mm, so healthy as well. It's really important, you know, that there's power in that coming together. Yeah. Um, and I love what it, you know, what it also says in Hebrews ten twenty four. It says this, And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching.
0: Yeah, beautiful. And, you know, that was written at a time where the Christians were thoroughly persecuted, Mm. that their lives were at risk. But still, the encouragement is don't give up on meeting together because there's power in it. And, you know, we talked before about how life can be busy and there can be challenges. I mean, for you and the family recently you've had some pretty large challenges to walk through. Mm. And yet I've seen you and your family at multiple services on a Sunday. You have a busy role on staff at church. Your kids are heavily involved in youth and kids. Yeah. A lot of people on the outside might have said, well, why don't you give up the church thing and take some time out while you're going through this hard time? You as a family haven't made that choice. Why?
1: Yeah, it's a great it's a great question, and and to give everyone a little bit of more context around um, the challenge that we've faced five months ago, uh, my husband Jono was diagnosed with a tumour around one of the lymph nodes in his eight water. Now the good news is, is that he's now cancer free, and we've seen so many miracles along the way. But to answer your question pretty early on in the joint journey we made this decision that if God is who he says he is then not only do we need to put our trust in him but we have to hand this over to God and let him carry our family but at the same time we really acknowledged the importance of having people in our world and that our friends and our church family were a big part of this And, you know, I have to say, it's just been so incredible experiencing firsthand the power of what it means to be planted in the church. Yes. And we have literally had so many friends and people at church send us text messages of encouragement. I've had phone calls. I've actually even had people turn up at my house and say, Can I mow your lawns? Wow. meals made uh, that the power of being planted and being in relationship with other people is just so important and you know throughout this whole journey we've seen our church family come around our family and it's truly been an incredible experience to be on the receiving end of so much encouragement and support and I have to say, it's just given me this whole nother level of appreciation and understanding of the importance of being planted in the house of God. Um, you know, I think when it comes to being planted, it's a choice. Yes. And I think, you know, it's sometimes it's that step of faith that we actually have got to get outside of our comfort zones.
0: Yep.
1: And we've just got to keep coming to church. Yes. You know, being connected and, and planted brings that level of accountability that, you know, each and every one of us. We all need it. Yes. And my one of my favourite scriptures is Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. It says this iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens the face of his neighbour. You know, having people around you when you're going through challenge is it's encouraging. But at the same time, it's that support network. You know, we were never yes. designed to do this life alone. We need people and it's important and there's so much power and being planted.
0: Absolutely. And it starts with coming to a church service in order to be the church. Yeah. And look, my encouragement for you today is if you are maybe not planted in a church somewhere, just get planted somewhere. Can I encourage you? Uh, don't look for perfection. It's always really easy to think of what's a perfect church going to be when you're sitting in the seats and just watching and observing. But when you actually become part of a church, you start looking for fruit. And fruit is a sign of a healthy place where you can belong. So let me pray for you. Jesus, thank you that we get to be part of your church. And God, I pray for everybody listening today that, God, they would just find the opportunity to belong and to bear fruit for you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life Team. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday. If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you. Or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are. Find a service at lifenz.org.